Sheshi and Trudy are going to jump up in and tell us a little bit. These guys are a couple of years in to being in the middle of Africa in Dar es Salaam in Tanzania. Tell us a little bit more. Great. Well, we, we bring you lots of greetings from God's tribe in Dar es Salaam. Uh, it's a church that loves advanced. They're just so excited about this conference, and um, it's a real privilege to be here. I just want to say a big thank you to, to Stephen, to PJ, to Mbonisi, and Greg for being you know, a massive inspiration to me personally over the years with regards to loving the church and, and loving church planting. So I just pray that you men continue to inspire us and, and move us forward. Um, we do have some slides. Um, so beginning uh, with, with context, that's a couple of pictures of our city. Uh, Dar is the fastest uh, growing city in, in Africa in terms of population. Uh, most of that is rural urban migration. Uh, we have about four and a half million people in the city. It's the political and economic powerhouse of Tanzania. Uh, we're not quite Nairobi, but we are a significant city. Um, the dominant language is Swahili, uh, although English is on the increase. Um, we're a very religious city. Um, most, uh, most people would claim to have some religious background, whether it's the Catholic Church, the Lutheran Church, or being, uh, being a Muslim. Uh, there's a strong uh, dose of the prosperity gospel churches in our city as well. Um, it's a very transient city. Um, there's a lot of people moving in and moving out of Dar es Salaam, and we've also seen a lot of that happening in the church as well, people moving in and out of, of the church. Um, in terms of just some background of how we, we've, we've ended up there, um, God, God spoke to, to me uh, as far back as 2004 about leaving South Africa um, and going back home to, to, to rebuild the city of my forefathers um, through the book of Nehemiah. And for me, that really meant going back um, home to rebuild through church planting. And that only happened uh, about eight years later at the end of 2012, and we kicked off mid-2013. So good time of training at Jubilee and, and God, God first in between there. Dar es Salaam means a harbor or haven of peace. And we believe Jesus Christ is the one who will bring true peace to our city. Um, our heart is to build a multi-ethnic church that displays the, the one new man in Christ that Jesus has created through his blood. And we want to build the city and the people of Dar and to see our church used by God to reach other cities in East Africa. We really feel God's put us there to be a blessing to that region and hopefully beyond that in his grace. Uh, what have we learned? Um, do we have a next, next slide? Yeah, we've learned, to state the obvious, we've learned that God is faithful. <laughs> it's like, yeah, obviously, yeah, but we've actually learned that God is faithful. <laughs> uh, Jesus is really building his church. He, he does give the people. He does give the spiritual gifts. He does give the strategies. He does give strength and weakness. He gives resources. He's amazing. Um, we've learned that guarding our marriage is a top priority um, because... Any weakness will be exposed in greater measure and attacked more vigorously by the enemy uh, when you're at the forefront um, of advancing the kingdom. So treasure your spouse. 
You know, after God, he or she is the most important person in your life. Um, we, we've learned that church planting, this has been said already, it's very hard work. So <laughs> are we repeating a theme here? Um, yeah, it needs lots of energy, lots of determination, perseverance, self-discipline, all those good words. Um, there, are, there are many disappointments that come with church planting. Um, for us, things have gone slower than anticipated. We've, we've taken hits, we've taken knocks, but we must keep going. We are on the winning side. Um, and we've just got to remember that we are victorious. And, and uh, we, we can expect increasing, conquering, um, even here as we advance the kingdom of God. We've also learned that having a relationship with Jesus must come before the hard work of church planting. So Jesus has to be first. Um, apart from him, we can do nothing. Um, so worship, you know, prayer, as we, we heard this this morning, um, just repentance, you know, um, Bible reading. Um, these are things that should cultivate our relationship with Jesus, not just to get the power for the church plant, but because you're in Christ and before anything, you are a son of God or a daughter of God. Um, we've also learned that you can get involved in church planting even as a young, small church. I think most uh, women who have children do it in, in the earlier part of life. Uh, so even as young churches, I think we can, we can get involved. And we've had the privilege of um, being involved in the Nairobi church plant to some degree. We were a parachute. Uh, it was our family and another family, the Massinghams, um, with our six children between us. Uh, they have wonderfully since then moved to Nairobi to join um, Bonisi and Tash to be part of that church plant. So it's been a joy to be part of that. Uh, we sense God is beginning to uh, move us towards Bujumbura, which is the capital of Burundi, um, Arusha in the north of Tanzania. It's right in the central of East Africa. It's where the East African community is headquartered. We're beginning to feel a sense of God doing something in those places. So even young churches can, can have a vision for church planting. I think that's really exciting. Um, what, sorry, what are we celebrating? Well, we're celebrating family. Uh, marriage is, is a great joy. As we've said, parenting is a great joy. Let's invest in our kids. Um, yeah, you know, the family is just, it's just a blessing. And um, I think we, we just can't place enough value on, on family. Emerging leaders... Uh, so we have left the church this week with two elders in training. Please pray for us. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a joy to see men. The one guy phoned yesterday and he said to Sheshi, are you worried? <laughs> and, and I was like, of course I'm not worried. This is it's in your hands, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a real joy to see men and women coming alongside us, faithfully laying their lives down to serve uh, with us. We're also celebrating salvations. We would love to see more, but we are excited right now about this tough Spanish guy called Iago who's recently come to faith, and we've just started working through uh, PJ's Gospel Revolution book, and it's going great. He's already told us that he wants to get baptized, and that's fantastic. Um, yeah, we're celebrating spiritual maturity. Um, we're seeing people's passion for the word growing just greater obedience to scripture, 
commitment to serve. These are great things. Discipleship is happening. Challenges. Yeah, there's, uh, there's no shortage of that. But I think where there is a challenge, there's also an opportunity. And I think for us, uh, yeah, just a couple of pictures. Did, it, did we? Is this the first one? Great. So that's a prayer walk that happened in September 2015, uh, praying around the city and just trusting God to, to move uh, in the city. Great. We can, we can move on. Um, yeah, baptisms. We baptized 12 guys in November last year. Um, yeah, most of them are still, still with us. Praise God. In fact, the one guy at the back is now one of the elders in training that uh, uh, is with the church. So we, we praise God for that. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, our elder appointment service at the end of February, uh, great time with PJ, supported by a number of churches across the city. It was a mighty time for us in the city of Dar that morning. God was really at work. Yeah. Okay. Great. In terms of challenges, um, yeah, growing the church, we, we believe God wants the church to grow. Um, a lot of people have come through our doors Many have left for a variety of reasons, including our recent move to a more sustainable venue, cheaper venue. Um, about 20 people, adults and children combined, have left in the last two months. And for a church our size, that's, that's a lot. Uh, we do feel it's a season of pruning and we're going to have greater fruitfulness. Uh, but, you know, that has been a challenge. We believe going forward we do need a greater breakthrough in reaching... Um, more Tanzanian families who, that are more economically and socially stable. Uh, we need that foundation in our church. And we're seeing some breakthrough there, but we would really need more of that. Growing the church in terms of salvations, uh, what are we up against there? Uh, I think we're up against institutionalized Christianity, against Islam, against the strongest belief in witchcraft in Africa, um, against this transient dynamic that I described. Um, yeah, just wrapping up. If I can just mention one thing more here, not having anyone working full-time for the church since we started has been a challenge. Um, and that's really been, you know, a financial, financial issues. Uh, but as we speak, we've just hired a part-time assistant, and I'm going full-time this month. Uh, we don't have everything in place, uh, definitely. Um, we're just trusting God um, that he will be pleased with the decision of faith and that he will provide and, and make a way. Okay, what could we have been told before we did this? I think PJ told us most of the things we needed to know. Um, but, you know, take this or leave it. It's our context. We've learned that it's important to be very clear on your statement of faith, what you believe right from the start, especially as you recruit a core team, because you'll recruit people with different beliefs, backgrounds, and you just want to be clear. You don't bully people, but you do need to be clear. Um, I think it would have been great to spend more time thinking and planning about who are we actually trying to reach beforehand. Um, I think that's really important. Get clarity on that. What's your mission field? And then I think two more on the last slide. Learn as much as you can about church planting before you church plant. 
Um, for me, that, that meant also doing the ACPC program, which I can highly recommend to any potential church planters out there. Um, get as much practical experience. It can be challenging if you're a market, if you're a marketplace person, but give it your best shot. Get immersed, get experienced. And then finally, be very flexible within your framework of vision, values, and core beliefs because church planting is dynamic. Things change all the time. You've got to be willing to, to be really flexible and adaptable. Okay, I think that's, that's it from us.